to episode 296 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spike and I am joining once again from Darawal country. And um, how are you, Mel? I'm good. How's Darawal country today? What's the weather like up there? It's dry. That's good. <laughs> I, feel, I feel guilty. I mean, yeah, for so long we wanted rain. We've had rain. You've had lots of rain. Yes. But uh, it is nice to have some dry weather. We do appreciate it. There's a bit of a breeze, but the temperatures are itching ever so closely back. Itching. That's I don't know why that's the term I choose. Uh, edging. <laughs> <laughs> ever so closely back to the 20s. So Ooh. it's balmy. Spring. There's a hint of spring. I'm, I'm feeling that down here too. We had a bit of a sunny day today in uh, Wurundjeri country. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that weather. I'm sure there'll be a few more cold snaps. There'll be some, some rain. Uh, there's plenty of wild weather around the country still as we've become very much accustomed to. But we do appreciate it. How was your weekend? Uh, well, look... Same kind of story, to be perfectly honest. It was sunny. It was, I won't say warm, but it was very pleasant. And surprise, surprise, another week and another Shell Harbour Park run for me. (laughs) I took the opportunity to bring along two helpers. And surprisingly, they were, um, yeah, they, they were more or less ready to come and join. In fact, Ava was up first, which is very unusual for Ava more the case that she would groan and, and probably punch me if I said good morning to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she was up and she was ready to go. So uh, for once, uh, they joined me at Shell Harbour. What roles did they do? <laughs> or did I, am I preempting you to tell me that? Well, no, preempt away. I'm not sure it was well defined. I thought about assigning them roles. Uh, Zali had practiced the bar. In fact, they'd both practiced barcode scanning some time ago. They weren't necessarily very interested in that. And I thought, oh, look, take the positives when the positives come. They wanted to come along. They were dressed in their hoodies. They grabbed the bell. They rang the bell. Uh, someone commented it was like we we're in the Alps or something because mm-hmm. you know the bell's just ringing in the hills there. <laughs> So there was lots of cheer and Ava climbed trees for about three hours. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty successful. We had, uh, once again, our junior run director, Dylan, so one, one of the Duke of Ed kids, take the reins again. Uh, so I took the opportunity to jump in and do a bit of barcode scanning and devour a couple of cupcakes uh, because we had a few more of our uh, locals achieve the 250 club. Aside from that, Mel, uh, I think just a happy morning. We were very pleased with the fine weather that the National Parks crew have continued a bit of the restoration of the park. So our course is just gradually starting to itch (laughs) into better condition. (laughs) And uh, it was also lovely to see a a whole bunch of adventurers volunteering and helping out and including uh, Melissa from Goulburn with the family who um, stopped by and uh, we got to chat about top threes. And agree, we both like Cronulla Park Run. Oh, good. Sounds like a great morning. Yeah, no, very, very pleasant and um, very laid back. I think I was even in jeans. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what's changed. What about you, Mel? Uh, I trust you did a bit more adventuring than me because I was uh, was very lethargic. Yes, after a couple of weeks locally, I returned to the ACT for Umbagong District Park Run on Ngunnawal Country. It was event three, and I was there with fellow Victorian tourist Irene Bomacanti and Tolkien Jackie O'Connell. 
On arrival, we were greeted by volunteer Graham, who enthusiastically described the local area and its geographic features. Mm. So this includes a number of axe grinding grooves in the volcanic tuff of the creek bed. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I like that description. The axe grinding grooves. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, we were told as you run out, you will see some rocks and they're very important rocks. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, sorry. I thought that was a description of the course. My apologies. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. No, this is a feature of the local area. They were created by the first inhabitants of that part of Balcon. Oh, goodness. Really? Yes. And apparently Umbagong, which it's actually pronounced Umbagong, it's the native word for spear. Ah. The native first inhabitants congregate in groups by the creek bed and sharpen their spears, which over time puts grooves into the rock. So there you go. There we go. I had no idea. Thank you, Mel. (laughs) That's okay. Here I was thinking it was just another uh, worn out course. I think I'm just a little too accustomed to those, but uh, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. So now getting to the course, it is an out and back along an undulating bike path and begins a short distance from the Kipax Fair shops. There is, as was described by Mark's roving report from the trial in episode 294, a fair amount of elevation Mm. and it's also worth mentioning that there are no toilets or playground facilities however parking and toilets are available at the nearby shopping center i was very pleased with my run considering the hills and the cold temperature it was in the minuses (laughs) yes frost on the ground and very cold park runners but the encouragement i received at the finish line by timekeeper and park run adventurer will barlow was awesome Afterwards, we headed to Bunny Beans Cafe, which I must add provided excellent and very fast service and was very welcoming of the parkrun crowd. So it was a great morning out there at Umbagong. Well done, Mel. Uh, It does sound like a challenging course, especially in those conditions. (laughs) Cold sounds like an understatement from what I saw. Chilly. Yep. Yeah, icy. Yeah, yep. maybe icy. Well, I mean, we know the ACT is cold this that's time right. of year, so that's okay. It was expected. We travelled up on Friday and then we travelled home after brunch, so just an overnighter. Lovely. Well done. Yeah, that's, mm. that's certainly adventuring. It is. So, yeah, nice to get the U, but I just like going to new events and meeting new people, so... Yeah, I did get to see John Spooner again. I've uh, bumped into John Spooner previously. I believe he was at the Beaches Park Run as well uh, when we went for Palm 19, was it? Oh, yes. Shell Harper was eight. Oh, damn it. That's exactly right. That's exactly (laughs) right. Thank you for elaborating, Mel. (laughs) Um, Yes, anyway, uh, I had previously bumped into John Spooner there and at Ted Scobie Oval, and uh, yeah, this week at Umbagong. It's always uh, always a nice surprise. And Ian Shaw was there as well. He's an adventurer now. Yes, excellent. Well done, Ian. Welcome to the club. So that wraps up our parkrun weekends, I would say. I think so. Hey, can you hear that, Ollie? I can hear a phone. Oh. It's the hotline. Did Scotty plug that back in? Shall I get it? Where is it? Um, Hang on. Hang on. I think it's over here. All right. Hello? Yes. Okay, so there is another one. Oh, two. Yes, I should have researched that a bit more. Thank you. You too. Bye. Um, Mel. I can't 
can't believe that. The hotline rang. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, what's old is new again. I know. What? Uh, who was it? Um, You know what? They didn't actually say. Oh. But. Did we get something wrong again? <laughs> you picked that up? Yes. <laughs> we did have a bit of feedback, Mel. Our military park runs. Two as it was pointed out to me. Oh, excellent. So in last week's podcast, we, we did make the comment that uh, we, we weren't aware of any other military park runs across the globe. Uh, that's not the case. So thank you to our adventurer community for highlighting Akrotiri Park Run uh, in the RAF base in Cyprus and in the Falkland Islands, Mel, Mount Pleasant. Ah, there you go. Pakapanyul's part of a little parkrun frond. Yes. Excellent. I don't think my pass would get me into the other two, though, would they? Potentially not. That might, <laughs> might be a bit tricky in that respect, but uh, it's nice to hear that hotline ringing again, Mel. Yes. Uh, hopefully we can hear a few more calls. Now it's plugged back in. Hopefully. In case there's any more feedback. Yeah, well, it didn't ring for the poem zone. No. No, no poems yet. There was other news this in the last few days Ollie. it's been very exciting have you been sitting up watching the com games i'm ashamed to say i haven't seen all of it but we've seen some familiar speaking as a, an australian park runner um some familiar and some very favorite commonwealth athletes taking part quite successfully mind you we're going to be a little bit biased here we have to admit <laughs> because i'm not really across all the international athletes. So That's we right. have blinkers on when it comes to who we uh, are aware of and especially those that we know of who are parkrunners, Ollie. That's right. That's right. Parkrunners and even former podcast guests, not necessarily of our own but from Mel and Scotty previously, uh, Madison Di Rosario, who um, – Yeah, absolutely dominated the women's T53-54 marathon in Birmingham. I think it was a a games record of an hour and 56 minutes. I didn't see her race, but I caught her interview afterwards. And, oh, my goodness, her... Her chair? Chair? Yep. What's the correct terminology? Well, I've seen it referenced as as chair. I didn't actually catch the interview itself, so I don't know what she called it. Um, Okay. So my apologies. Yeah. It was cable tied together. It was, yeah, yeah, pretty precarious. Um, Just a bit of an insight into the conditions that athletes um, such as as Maddie go through, holding it together and and still pulling through in in such an amazing time there. And for those that haven't listened to the back catalogue, check out episode 151. The one and only Maddie makes an appearance. And I was captivated by the lovely Jess Stenson, formerly Jess Trengrove, who we've also had on the pod in the early days, the very early days. That's right. Winning the women's marathon and getting gold. That was so exciting. Yeah, that that was huge. Jess is well known over in South Australia and frequents Park Run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you said, firstly, she did indeed appear in the early episodes, episode twenty nine, I believe. Yeah, what about that? So I think her time was two hours and 27, Mel. I can only dream. <laughs> but it's very exciting to be watching running. Usually they f- – is it the Olympics where they finish the – Yeah, the games. The two weeks with the marathon. Yes, yes. Because I was really surprised. It felt like it was day one and we are watching a marathon. I'm like, hey, what? And that's where I'm ashamed because uh, I'm aware of a, a number of adventurers that were following it very closely and I was half asleep. 
<laughs> yeah, what an achievement. And so closely followed almost on the podium, uh, Eloise Wellings and Sinead Diver. Mm-hmm. And, and there's at least one of the, one of them is a park runner in Sinead. I believe so, yes, out in uh, Victoria in Maribyrnong Park Run. That's right. Some huge achievements in the, uh, in the women's events there. The men's also just missing the podium was uh, former Australian uh, fastest uh, male parkrun finishing time holder, Liam Adams. I think he had the world record too. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Gee, one job, Ollie. One job. (laughs) I'm going to get another call next week now. (laughs) And Mel, I didn't see the interview, but someone quoted it and I really liked it. I don't know if you heard the quote, but he was quoted as saying, I'm pretty proud of that run. Those guys are professionals. I'm amateur. I'm working 40 hours a week. They're not. They're probably running 40 hours per week. I'm a sparky. He did so well. We're so proud of you, Liam. That's right. So close. So close. It was um, uh, seven seconds. Yes. Yeah. In fact, yeah, that's that's the second time someone came so close to, to finishing on the podium in a marathon this weekend that I'm aware of. Um, commiserations also to Ralph, also of Shell Harbour Park Run, who uh, very nearly achieved the podium finish in a very impressive marathon, finishing fourth as well. So, um Diverting slightly from the Commonwealth Games there, but got to celebrate some of those achievements, Mel. We do. And uh, what was his time? Do you want to share? Oh, I think it was a pretty speedy 2.53, if I'm not Woo-hoo. mistaken. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's got another marathon to look forward to. He's just qualified for. So uh, stay tuned for that next year. But speaking of staying tuned, Mel, uh, of course, we've got a whole lot more events still to happen Obviously, this week, by the time the pod comes out, some of them will have happened. But next Parkrun Day, and in fact, next Parkrun Weekend, is the Parkrun Distance. And we're looking forward to seeing, by my count, four of them are Parkrunners in the Parkrun Distance event. Wow. Yeah. So I've, I've checked, and, and my understanding, Matthew Ramsden in the men's Parkrun Distance from Rockingham Parkrun, Kai Robinson from Wishart Parkrun, uh, Rose Davies from Newey. Natalie Rule, I haven't found any parkrun details on her, but, uh, of course, one of my favourites, Mel, Jess Hull from Shell Harbour. (laughs) Geez, you're racking up the fines today. Yeah, that's right. It's all worth it. I'm excited. I've got the fever. And to our UK listeners, I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of UK parkrunners in there too. No doubt we'll get coverage by our lovely friends over at With Me Now. That's right. That's right. So we'll watch the results as they come through. There are more parkrunners in the other distance events and probably in some of the other events altogether, potentially, Mel. Uh, so um, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, back with a bit more of a focus on parkrun world and parkrun day just gone, we have heard from a couple of our parkrun community near and a little further afield. So uh, why don't we have a listen to two of our roving reports from this week? Hi, this is Ingrid Botha calling in from the Ponds Park Run on a beautiful park run morning. Uh, the course here at the Ponds isn't out and back, but it's definitely not straight. There are quite a few corners and there are plenty of volunteers cheering you along on the course. Uh, there are a couple of bridges and make sure you keep an eye out for the painted rocks 
through the underpass. Um, there are plenty of small dogs here this morning, which is fantastic as well. Paris quite enjoyed those. Um, the facilities here are fantastic. There's an arcade with toilets and cafes not very far away from the start line. And this park run just has a fantastic energy. Let's go find who we can talk to, see if we can track down a couple of volunteers to talk to. Hi, Janisha. What role are you doing today? Um, I'm a barcode scanner. Yeah, and how old are you? I'm 14. Yeah, and do you do a lot of volunteering? Um, yeah, I do it every week. Yeah, do you yeah. like it? I really enjoy it, yeah. What's your favourite role? Um, barcode scanning. <laughs> and why do you like that one? Um, I like it because like, I kind of get to talk to people and ask how their run was and everything. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And do you do you get forced to come, like my daughter has to come to Parkrun, or are um, you excited to get here every day? No, every I week? actually begged my parents to come because I I really wanted to because I had nothing to do on the weekend so oh fantastic yeah. right I'm swapping daughters <laughs> okay. have a great day thanks for talking to us no I'm here today at the Ponds Park Run and I'm with Sukwon Singh and he's one of the run directors today how are you today I'm good Inge welcome to the Ponds Park Run it's a lovely park run isn't it quite lovely paths yeah is it and uh, it's a quite uh, multicultural area and we have a lot of nationality so yeah, it's going really, really good and one of our biggest in this area. Yeah, it is. I think the numbers before uh, COVID were about 600. Uh, I think the maximum we got up here was a 798 and uh, wow. 6.5 was our average before COVID. Uh, we picked it up again. Uh, we reached uh, 350 mark. So every week it's just growing. Yes. So hope to see everyone back soon. <laughs> it's fantastic. Usually when I'm walking with Paris and my daughter, we're a long way ahead. We can't see anyone a long way ahead of us. And today it was just so social. So many people out on the course. Um, and we actually know each other from many, many years ago. We worked together. So it's fantastic to see each other sort of in the parkrun community. What's your parkrun story? How long have you been involved with parkrun? Uh, I'm almost uh, eight years now. Me and my wife, we started um, when the Pong Parkrun started. I think it was an event uh, 10 or 15, I can't remember. Uh, done literally uh, 200s now, uh, near to 200s, both of us. Wow. And we are run director from last three years. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And I did notice with the volunteer roster, you've got quite a mammoth volunteer roster. There's quite a lot of names on it. Uh, do you struggle for volunteers at all? Uh, see, uh, up in Pones Park Run, we hardly struggle, honestly speaking. People are so helpful. They come forward. And then we always just even announce as well that uh, just come this side of, uh, of Park Run to just uh, enjoy the volunteer. And uh, it's just encouragement. Uh, and it's already, the team is so great up here, they're always happy to chip it in. Like uh, today wasn't my roster, but uh, one of our RD just got something urgent, so I'm just, just filling his role. Fantastic. All volunteers are wonderful, we know that. But the volunteers out on the course were just so encouraging and they just really lovely. It was, it was really good. They really looked like they were having fun um, joining in. Yeah, 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 that's true. And uh, up, up here you can see like we have Club 50 volunteers and Club 25 volunteers. And we sometimes we don't need even to ask if they just finish their run and see that we need us one more scanner. They just, just stand there and just scan just and how in. beautiful that is and just yeah. always appreciate it. Oh, fantastic. It's a really great community feel here. Well done. Yeah, no, thank, thanks. And thanks for just uh, joining us at the phones. Hope to see you soon again. <laughs> Good morning, adventurers. It's Alison King here reporting in not from across the ditch, but in fact over in the UK, where today I'm going to be at Stratford-upon-Avon Park Run. And 
I'm quite excited about this one because even though my own pack run tourism has been derailed due to injury, I'm on the volunteer roster. So I'm going to see if I can have a word with one of the core team. So let's see if I can find him. So I'm with Simon Teal, co-event director at Stratford-upon-Avon Parkrun. Tell us about your parkrun, Simon. So we've been here since February 2016. Most of us came from Leamington in the core team, some from Arrow Valley. So we were filling in a gap halfway in the middle. And uh, we're on this sort of rather iconic route, which is uh, opposite the... Um, World Shakespeare Theatre on the other side of the River Avon, close to the Holy Trinity Church where Shakespeare is buried and was baptised. So as well as getting parkrun tourists like you here, well, we also get ordinary tourists who come along as well. So um, yeah, get a nice mix of people coming week to week to week. Now it's a three-lapper and I know some people don't like the laps, but I think it's a pretty good one. Well, I came from Leamington, which is a single lapper, and I didn't think that anything would be as good as a single lap. But the great thing about this is that people who can do different speeds can see each other. They all know each other. They pass each other. And I think it's more social now. So I've changed my mind completely. Um, and again, you know, you, if you're running around, you see the same marshal three times and the marshal sees you. So I think from building a community, the lapse is better and uh, I'd recommend it anyway, of course. And it's got a nickname of Flatford. Has he really? I hadn't heard that one. I think we're the 26th flattest. We were the 19th flattest, so some some, some new newbie events seem to have stolen part of our crown. But yeah, it is quite flat. I mean, we're just sitting here looking at the hill, and I think that elevation gain is about um, 75 centimetres. If uh, that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there is a bit of a challenge there as well. Don't take it for granted. <laughs> And you're pleased with how the event was run today? Yeah, it was great. So we had um, uh, we had a reasonably high post-COVID number of people turn up. Um, loads of volunteers, uh, as usual. We, we always try and maximise volunteering um, because all the volunteers enjoy it. So we try and get along as many as possible. I think we had 30 or something today and a field of about 313, something like that. Pretty good. Anyway, it's always a good day in Stratford on a Saturday down at the Rick. Yeah, and you can hear that that noise you can hear is uh, Holy Trinity Church I was talking about earlier. So uh, um, they always ring the bells like that when park runs on. Yeah. I think. Well, I've always it always seems to be ringing when park runs on. So I guess that must be true. Yeah. Now I know you've done a bit of park run tourism yourself, Simon. Even though you're pretty much always almost always here, can you tell us your top three, not including your home event? Uh, uh, yes, I can. Vogri. So Vogri is one of the Edinburgh um, parkrun events. I really like that because it's got a bit of everything. Formal gardens, um, running through woods, a little bit of, uh, uh, of running up and down slopes. And it's set in uh, a stately home. And the stately home's got a cafe in it. So that's, that's pretty good. Um, what else do I like? Um, 
Leamington is where I came from, so obviously I have to like that one. So Leamington's a single lap, it's about uh, 12, 13 miles away. Uh, I used to be event director there, so again I'm biased. That features a very big hill that is a surprise to many who think that Warwickshire's quite flat. Uh, and it's got a nice cafe run by volunteers at the end of it as well. Uh, the famous Mrs Doyle was there for very many years. Um, so Leamington's obviously got to be there. Um, and Bushy. Bushy is an experience. Everybody should try and do it. It's a bit classic. But apart from all the running stuff, which obviously, I mean, the running bit itself is a bit tedious. But in the middle, there's a really nice cafe, but it's surrounded by lovely woodlands. So you're in the middle of smelly old London. I'm a Londoner. I was born there, so I can say that. Stinky old London, but right in the middle of Bushy Park is an oasis of beauty. And if you go there sort of spring to summer, Lots of trees, lots of wildlife, things going around in the trees, um, interesting things in the, in, in the rivers. So, yeah, spend, spend some time there. Um, and Bushy comes third, yeah. Thank you so much. Lovely having you, Alison. See you again. So that's a wrap on Stratford-upon-Avon. I'm actually going to be here again next week. So I don't think there'll be another um, report, roving report from me on this adventure, sadly. But it's still been awesome to catch up with so many park runners that I used to see week in, week out when I was on the core team of this event uh, way back in 2017. It really is such a joy to um, just do park run anywhere. And even if it's not quite what you want it to be, it's still a really, really good day. So anyway, that's it from me over and out. Great to hear from Ingrid out there at the Ponds, Ollie, talking to Janisha, who was barcode scanning. She's 14 years old. Yes. Yeah. Nice work. Begs her parents to go to Park Run. Oh, wouldn't we all as 14-year-olds? <laughs> <laughs> and Sing, the RD out there. Uh, good to hear from Sing as well. A wonderful volunteer support coming from their community by all accounts. Yeah. I really, really do want to get to the Ponds on a Park Run day. And Alison out or not out, over in mm. the UK, back at her home park run event and talking to Simon, the co-ED, out there. And it was nice to hear the lovely Holy Trinity bells in the background during that report. Yeah. And, gosh, doesn't Alison know how to do some park run tourism? She does. <laughs> She's over there during the Com Games and uh, watching the footy. Yep. I think her footy team had a win. Yeah. So she's having a blast. Good work, Alison. And, and thank you, both of you, for some more lovely roving reports. But we've heard from a lot of people this week, Mel. We, we've got some mail. You've got mail. That email's full again. It certainly is. It certainly is. So we've got a couple of emails. Uh, the first from Damon Young, if I may read it out, please, Mel. Please do. So Damon said, hi, Mel and Ollie. Just a quick note, following Mel's call out on episode 294, apologising for not catching up with myself. For me, to also say sorry I didn't catch up and meet you, Mel, at Yu Yang's on the 16th of July. I hadn't listened to that week's pod, episode 293, before attending the Yu Yang's Park Run, and I was on a very tight time frame, so left virtually as soon as I finished, as I had to be back in Shepparton to shower, change, and pick up my son 
to then be in Nathalia by 1pm for football umpiring duties. I listened to the pod after the park run on the drive home to Shepparton, which explained as to why you were at the Yu Yangs, and it was great to hear Tok's interview of Harry and his park run story. It was a big day, but I thoroughly enjoyed the Yu Yangs Park Run and the idyllic bush setting. As my home park run is in Shepparton, I'm very used to a flat course, but I actually liked the first 1.3k incline to start the Yu Yangs course, albeit the incline for the last 600 metres was a bit challenging at the end, but it was a great course and well run by the local friendly volunteers. I was in Geelong for work and thought it was a good opportunity to undertake some parkrun tourism and, like Harry, to get a why for the Alpabatia and my namely challenges. Hopefully, we'll catch you in the near future. One parkrun day, Mel. Possibly at Frank Keenan Reserve Parkrun in Yarrawonga when it launches in the coming weeks and uh, you attend to regain your statesman status. I also endorse Mel's comments for a parkrun in Seymour. As I'm unable to do Pakapanyal, a course along the Goulburn River would be a great setting. Nagambi would be another good town for one also. And a call out for those doing the Fibonacci Challenge, that event 377 is coming up in Shepparton on the 13th of August. In the meantime, I'll continue to strive for the number one finish place to achieve all my placings up to 50 for position bingo to get to the 50 volunteer milestone, about nine to go, and we'll hopefully get to the ACT by the end of the year to complete a course there to join the Peel Club. Umbagong sounds like a great new course, which will also tick off the U for my alphabeteer and namely challenges. Love the pod, guys, especially the roving reports and your own experiences attending your home and tourist parkrun events. Keep up the great work. P.S. I blame you guys haha, for putting me onto the 5K app and all these challenges, albeit I do like that it provides some extra interest in volunteering, different roles, completing certain courses and event numbers either at my home parkrun or whilst undertaking parkrun tourism, albeit these incentives are just a bonus to going to great places and catching up with fellow parkrunners. Happy parkrunning and adventuring. Cheers, Damon. Aww. And, um... Look, firstly, well done, Damon. You're um, you're absolutely nailing some of those challenges. Uh, and uh, Mel, hopefully, you guys do cross paths. Yes, I will be heading out to Frank Keenan later in August. So yeah, it will be great if I bump into Damon out there. I do note that Yarrawonga is up in the vicinity of Shepparton. So if that is mm. where he's from then there's a good chance. That's right. But Ollie, we also heard from Stephen Jackson. And Stephen said, hello, Ollie and Mel and Scotty. Would he remember me? I have just driven to Canberra and caught up on the last two pods. Nice as ever. Jen and I have had a busy few weeks at Parkrun and we thought it worth an update, especially given your dearth of emails in the inbox. Bathurst's sixth birthday was two days ago and it was suitably festive and ugly. We even had the Bathurst Mayor and the New South Wales Deputy Premier on hand to help us celebrate. It was only minus five, so almost T-shirt weather. Inspired by Bushy Park at Christmas, yes, we have both done Bushy, both cake and mulled wine were served and covered by the local paper and we made the TV news as well as visitors from across Australia. It was marvellous. The week before saw me making the 250 Club at last. There are a few of those starting to appear. Well, the informants numbers for reaching that milestone seem to grow every week. 
And the week before that, we had Bathurst Park Run flooded out. So Jen and I touristed to Narromine Wetlands. As ever, a lovely, friendly Park Run community. A funny story ensued. Took off at the start of the run, a double out and back course, and only one young bloke came with me. I had a look at him at the first turnaround and thought, he is just sitting on me. Second turn, he was still there. Even though I threw in surges and tried to lose him, and me cursing him under my breath. Third turn, and I was quietly muttering to myself that he should take the lead for a bit, but resigned myself to being outsprinted by his 40 years younger legs. Even Jen commented I was looking more grim as each turn came and went. With 200 metres to go, I just threw everything I had into an all-out sprint and managed to cross the line in front of my stalker. I turned to congratulate him, and he seemed not to see me. It turns out that Simon is vision impaired. He needs to have a guide to run park run. So I had just spent the 20 minutes out there trying to drop a blind guy, not exactly a VI volley point there. And checking his previous emails, he is quicker, but always second or third. Anyway, after that little social faux pas, Jen and I were lucky enough to be male and female first finishers, which was definitely a first for us. So a real bonus. Kudos to Simon for taking part and for the parkrun community, its amazingly inclusive ethos. Still rambling, sorry. I noticed Siren Sester was not in the Adventurous Consolidated Report. Reason for noticing that omission is that Siren Sester is the home of Lord and Lady Bathurst, after whom our town and parkrun was named. Jen and I have stayed at their place in Siren Sester, a lovely country village in England, and highly recommended for a visit. I'm looking forward to Scotty's expose on parkrun naming conventions. Last paragraph, I promise. Glad you cleared up what an Obi was. Suspected it was related to Tim, but was unsure. Can I ask for a bit of history on Dazzers? Still trying to work that one out. And a Panorama Punish update. Over 600 entries. And are we able to offer adventurers a discount code? Or did I just do that? Take care, and we are glad that Ollie actually ran Shell Harbour for a change. <laughs> and we are jealous about Mel's Puckapunyal access, Stephen and Jen. Oh, uh, look, um, <clears throat> uh, congratulations on the first place finishes and for, uh, yes, you know, not quite the VI role there. But um, thank you for your email, Stephen. And um, Mel, uh that's again very exciting to hear about the punish. Yes, it is. So I am taking it by Steve's um, wording that if adventurers use the word adventurers in their entry, it will offer a discount code because he did write adventurers in uppercase with inverted commas. Give it a try. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen, if not, please write back to us and let us know. And he did uh, put Shell Harbour with the, I just, that's the third time I've said it, <laughs> uh, with the little asterisks and things, but I didn't know how to pronounce that in the audio. Yeah. Context. Well, that, that, that can be the feedback for uh, next week's pod as uh, alternative pronunciations. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, um, thank you, Mel. Uh, I've got a fine jar here you can, you can use. <sighs> so, uh, yes, a bit of context requested there for Dazzers. Yes, the history of Dazzers. So where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how many people realise that the – Image of Dazza, he's a concrete statue of a Buddha 
that sits at my front door. And sorry to interject there, if anyone's not on Facebook, you'll see that image on Facebook. If you'd like to see it and you're not on Facebook, let us know. We'll send through an email. Mm. Yeah. So during lockdown, every week when I did my not park run, we had our own family theme every week and I dressed up my concrete statue in a costume and took a selfie with him. So he mm. became quite well known by my friends and everybody enjoyed seeing him dressed up every week. So he sort of got a little profile in a way on social media and when we decided we wanted to bring a regular Saturday post for our listeners to engage with, we came up with the idea of using Dazza as the face of our virtual cafe. So that's how we evolved. Yeah, so right from the get-go, Dazza has been excellent at keeping us company, keeping us motivated and inviting us all in. And you know, that's what we hope Dazza's is all about on a Saturday is uh, something for everyone to jump on, uh, particularly if you've got to jump in the car after you finish and travel a tidy yeah, two, three seven hours back to <laughs> back to home after your adventure uh don't check in while you're driving but there's that cafe connection just in case you don't yeah, get to make it virtually mm. and does is open all hours that's right just as well there's no um minimum wage standards or uh, working standards for uh, <laughs> concrete statues mel or we'd really be in trouble so i always called him daryl so his name his real name's daryl but of course when we decided to use him for our regular post we thought we needed something a bit more ocker a bit more aussie didn't we that's right because we're mates yeah, yeah yeah and look what better way to segue across to dazzers for this week's dazzers we're at dazzers this week he said it's international friendship day come on in to dazzers and tell us about your parkrun friends and what you all got up to today so uh, one of our first was Brett Bailey over in New Zealand who said Brunner got to say hi to all of his Barkrun friends at our Pegasus Midwinter Christmas today in a chilly three degrees after a week of record rainfall. Tanya and I rocked our ugly shirts and Brunner wore his Christmas collar. I'm having physio on my leg so it will just be a walk for me for a while yet. Tanya baked a parkrun Christmas cake. And uh, thank you to Brett for sharing the photo of he, Tanya and Brunner in their ugly Christmas gear. And I should mention that all these photos that we will be describing have been released in our Monday Night album by The Office Lady. Yes. So if you want to have a look, you can jump onto Facebook see them there. We also heard from Sonia Polman, who was celebrating friendship this week. My heart is so unbelievably full and the fact that it is International Friendship Day is perfect. We had the chance to meet up with friends we have not seen for 15 years as they moved back to the Netherlands. My Brit and I were in a mother's group together when our babies were actually babies. They have now done two park runs in Australia and will be regulars at home in Harlem. Oh, and we are stopwatch twinnies today too. <laughs> and there was a lovely photo of the Pullmans with their friends in the Varsity Lake selfie frame. And carrying on the friendship theme, Paris Lawrence. Fingal Bay Park Run with Roberta Winters. So good to finally do a park run with her. Yay! And uh, Paris shared a photo of herself and Roberta with the backwards flag uh, for Roberta's first time to Fingal Bay. Next up, we have Joanne Blackbird, touristing. Talk about friendship. 
did Willow Park Run in Wodonga today. Then the very welcoming and friendly Sylvia invited me to her home for a cuppa, literally a three-minute walk from the start line, and even dropped me off at my motel in Aubrey afterwards. I love the Park Run community. And Joanne shared a photo of herself in the Willow selfie frame. That's lovely. Mm. And now we also heard from Julie Turner and Liz Libros at Shell Harbour. And Julie said, beautiful morning at our Parkrun Paradise. Greeting lovely Parkrun adventurer Melissa. Hoping to visit you at Goulburn Parkrun soon. And the reply from Liz, thanks, Julie. It was lovely meeting you, your lovely hubby, and Ollie too. was great to finally see the famous Parkrun that cannot be named. It's beautiful, but those hills are killers. You also managed to convince my hubby to join the Adventurers Club too. And... Julie did share a photo with a selfie frame with myself mm-hmm. and Liz and herself with husband Gordon. So many mentions. Yes. Then we heard from Karina Campbell, also celebrating friendship, making a new parkrun friend and a first parkrun after COVID with Stacey and Sam at Ashgrove Parkrun and they shared a selfie shot. Hope you're recovering well, Karina. And over in South Africa, we heard from Johan who said, hi Dazza, today again back at Heidedale Park Run where everybody feels like family. It was a special day as our second park runner to reach 200 park runs, Cyril Mazadorp, crossed the finish line. And uh, Johan shared a lovely collage of photos from the day. Always lovely photos out there at Heidedale. <gasps> yes, yeah. Mm. Then we heard from Michael Scott who had an achievement. Hi, Dazza. What a great surprise to have my mate Nick and partner Leanne join me and Margie at Southern Highlands Botanic Gardens Park Run in Barrel to help me celebrate regaining my New South Wales statesman status on a chilly park run morning. Well done, Mike. Good work. Yes, I'm still looking forward to getting up there. Now, over in the UK, we heard from Helen Rutter. We were in London for the wedding day 7K race in Bushy Park last night would have been rude not to take advantage of our premier in location today. So Crane Park it was. Made a new friend, Hannah, while running and met up with two tourist friends. Apparently, PSH. Pushkerberfraser. I haven't had practice with that, Mel. <laughs> I've heard it so many times. I've never said that. Can you believe that? I've never said that. So thank you. Uh, Pushkerberfraser was there, but none of us saw him. And it wasn't even busy. But Helen did share a photo, uh, an action shot uh, running in the morning. And then Alison King volleying, as we heard earlier, International Friendship Day, you say? Today I revisited my UK home park run of Stratford-upon-Avon, where I was run director. I caught up with my old running buddy, David, who hadn't run a park run in years, as well as the core team and other park running friends of old. It was a great morning. 314 finishes and no incidents. And lovely photo of Alison and David and happy V25. Yes, well done. And uh, last but certainly not least, Tim Robbins, still touristing abroad, walked and wrote the report for Eden Project Parkrun. And Tim shared the photo of himself and co with the pop-up sign there. Nice work, Tim. Fantastic. Mm. Lots of friendships all around, new and old. Yes. So thank you, everyone, for jumping into Dazza's and uh, giving us some great friendship vibes on this special day. Yep. Envelope time. Envelope time. Um, 
Do you have it or do I? Must be in your intro, I think. Okay. Here I we think are. It's- yes. Okay. Oh, sorry. What was that? I was going to say, I think it's orange. Orange. Is it orange? Uh, Is it orange yes. envelope? That's it. It's over there. It's under the caramel. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Here we are. Does the informant know you're eating his caramel? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Let's go downhill again, Mel. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Moving swiftly along. The Obi this week goes to. Paris Lawrence. Fantastic. Well done, Paris. Good to catch up out there with Roberta and meet up in person, I believe. They must be social media friends. That's right. So we can overlook the backwards flag, Fingal Bay, beautiful spot. Love to do a park run there one day. So. Don't say about the backwards flag. I was just going to get the um, <laughs> art director to uh, do a flip like last week. Ah, okay. Pretend I never said that, everyone. <laughs> yes. Ah. Oh, anyway, that's exciting. All right. Well, after a whole lot of correspondence and uh, sharing there, I think it's time to check in with someone else who's got a bit of news for us, our informant. So uh, let's catch up and have a bit of a listen. Well, the winter is nearly over, Parkies, because the big wattle is about to break out in beautiful yellow. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. This week, we have a record number of 459 runs held down under, 424 in Australia, and a record 1,771 worldwide. 35 of these were in New Zealand. Aussie New Zealand attendance was 35,864, up almost 4,000. That's out of 194,000 worldwide. There were four launches and all in Australia. Frank Keenan Reserve in Victoria, Nancy Wama in South Australia, University of Western Australia in, well, Western Australia, and Westbury Town Common in Taswija. Down under, we have 4,260 PBs, while 1,660 people participated for the first time. 73 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 160 people reached their 50 milestone, 110 reached their 100 milestone, and 27 people reached their 250 milestone. 24 people called bingo. Brendan Orth was quickest on 153 runs while Julie Hughes is slowest on 298 runs. You hear that noise? That's Cricket still waiting for Melissa and Oliver. Well, you have to imagine Crickets, because I don't know how to put in the sound effects. There were two new states people. Well, kind of three. Or maybe four. Firstly, Mike Scott makes a return in New South Wales after a long, long absence. Roger Wilson joins the ranks in Northern Territory. And in news from the New Zealands, Rebecca Edgecombe completed the North Island and the whole country in Tauranga. In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Ross Burrell and Brian Hardy dropped 1 to 14 and 20 respectively. 
What does that even mean, respectively? Who in the English language added that? Perhaps if Sam wasn't busy stealing the comfy chair and having one too many caramilk almond mochaccinos, we could find out. Overall in the biggest movies, Marilyn and Bradley McCann moved up nine spots to be on rank 180 after running their 95th different park run at Pittsworth. A record 464 people lifted their Windex. Many of these were very small moves by people getting the coveted one at any of the launches. The biggest mover is Wendy Glenn who moves up 26 to 51. In the Adventurer Challenges, we have an Oberg. Arno Machini finished his run of all states, territories and islands of Australia and New Zealand. Not to be confused with an OB, which I must certainly be due for soon. Wendy Beckhouse was similarly impressive doing a cow, her 100 different event at Warrandyte River Reserve. A further 11 parkrunners completed a half cow. Now if you would like to see these stats in full, you can download them from theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant.me Or look for The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant and my spreadsheet is... Well, it's just as big as beige trousers. I don't know what he bangs on about. And thank you, Informant, for all the stats again this week. Um, a bit going on there. A few launches this week, Ollie. It has been busy. It has been very busy. So I'm wondering, Mel... In the name of being busy, our Adventurers Consolidated Club Report. How are we doing in everyone's favourite pronunciation segment? (laughs) Well, Ollie, of a total of 254 members, 207 took part on the 30th of July at 116 different locations. We are growing. We are. In the UK, there were 20 events. Brace yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've already forgotten it. Coid Caffin Pauldy, Rothay Park, Seven Fields, Dunstable Downs, Malden Prom, Crane Park, Osterley, South Norwood, Tooting Common, <coughs> Leases, Horsepath, Alderley Park, Eden Project, Heartlands, The Great Field, Grow, Haffin Pool Helly, Hastings High School, Wire Forest, and Endcliffe. In the USA, we had three events. Joe Creason, Roosevelt Island, D.C. and Jamaica Pond. In Ireland, one event at Bushy Dublin. In Germany, Ollie, one event. Uh, Landers Gartenschau Park. Locally, there were adventurers at 32 events in Victoria, 19 events in Queensland, 17 in New South Wales, 8 in South Australia, 5 in WA, 4 in Tassie, 2 in the ACT, and 3 in the North Island and 1 in the South Island of New Zealand. So pretty busy. And I'm really sorry about my pronunciation there of what I believe is Welsh parkruns. Feel free to find me. (laughs) Jump onto the hotline. The phone's connected. (laughs) Give us a bit of feedback. We actually do like to learn the correct pronunciation. It's just unfortunate that we choose to do it after we've said it on the podcast. (laughs) Um, So we would appreciate those tips, me included. I apologise. We did practice a little (laughs) bit. 
A little bit. But probably not enough. Yes. Anyway, largest fronds, do you want to know? Uh, Yes, I do. Absolutely. Okay. We had three events that had six adventurers in attendance. The first one was Shepparton with Andrew Johnson, Jia Ting Huang, Martine Barrett, Sarah Langley, and Vicky and John Smith at the parkrun that shall not be named. We also had six adventurers with Housemate Lance, <laughs> Hadio Shimo, Jason Green, Melissa Curry, and Julian Gordon-Turner. Out at Umbagong District was the other event where there were six adventurers with Tok and Jackie O'Connell, Ian Shaw, Alistair Buchanan, Irene Bomacanti, and me. Yes. But the winner this week was the Ponds Park Run with nine, a frond of nine. Michael Gentle, Charles Burns, Jeff Robinson, Charina Giran, Mary DeLuna, Sam and Luke Schroeder, and Jasmine and Ingrid Botha. Nice work, adventurers. What a front. Yes, yes, all the names, all the fun out there at the ponds. The ponds is proving to be a very happy and friendly park run. It certainly is. Still having FOMO in that respect. I look forward to seeing you all there sometime. Uh, and look, on the Vron side of things, our research elves haven't quite uh, haven't quite worked that out. Uh, I, I believe we may have had six at Shell Harbour, just you know, for another fine there. But... I am reliably informed we've had a lot of volunteers around the traps, so it could be anywhere. Mm. Mm. But time to look forward. Time to look forward. City to Surf is fast approaching and perhaps time to recap the event and the parkrun that we're planning to do on the Saturday before the event, Ali. Well, that's right. That's right. Now, my understanding goes that there is still opportunity to enter the City to Surf event, which is a fantastic fun run for anyone that hasn't done it. I'm sure many of you have experienced that. But the atmosphere, the course... Uh, the the great company, uh, if you like a beer, the Stein afterwards, the swim at Bondi, it's all good fun. Uh, I highly recommend it. And uh, all the more fun with a whole bunch of adventurers around. And even more fun, Mel, as you say, is Parkrun Day just before that, where we have plans. So if you're free and you're in the area, uh, come and join us, please. At Cooks River Parkrun. I don't know a lot about Cooks River. It's been on my radar for quite a while, but I mm-hmm. have yet to get there. I know it's uh, conveniently located near the train line, so yes, it should be easy to get to. Uh, look, I, I have done a freedom run there as part of the longest run. If I remember correctly, it is a double out and back course. It is mostly on footpath. There's a tiny bit on grass there. There are undulations. I'm going to eat my words. If it's not double out and back, I distinctly remember two legs, but uh, I could be mistaken there. But, yeah, the the path is a nice spot by the river there. Highly recommend it. Hmm. Mm. So that will be our best opportunity as adventurers to catch up over that weekend. From previous experience at the start line at City to Surf with all the people and all the different waves that we will be separated into, it's near impossible to manage a meeting location before the event and uh, probably afterwards is also a little bit difficult with the different times that people will take. So we'll use this Saturday, I think, as our main opportunity to catch up as adventurers. That said, if you spot a parkrun adventurer you recognise anywhere, grab a photo, throw it on Dazzers and we'll just enjoy everyone's company virtually if we don't get to see you all in person on the Sunday. 
But uh, it should be a fantastic weekend, Mel. It should. And also going a little bit further, as uh, Stephen did point out in his email, mm. we are still looking forward to The Punish, so we have to give that a little bit of promotion. Again, I've actually booked my campsite now at the showgrounds. Oh, wonderful. I believe I will be staying alongside the Baileys. Yep. So, And I think... Chris Fraser has also booked his campsite today, so that's going to be all the fun, all the cool kids are at the campsite. <laughs> and, and I haven't booked mine yet. I'm just working out whether or not the, the grommets in Udi's are going to make the trip. <laughs> if I am camping, I need a new tent pole, so I need to remember that. Mm, it's always best to do that before you arrive at the campsite. Yeah, I worked that out last time, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I'm also working on Paul and Zoe just to – accompanying me for the trip to Bathurst mm, and I promised mm. them that I'm not going to make them run. They wouldn't have to do any kind of running. Oh, yeah, yeah. They could even volunteer at Bathurst if they were so inclined, but I'm I'm pitching it for just a little weekend away. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Excellent. Well, we hope to see them there. We hope to see many of the adventurous community out there over the weekend, Bathurst Park Run and definitely at the Punish. It'll be my first time. Mm-hmm, me too. Yeah. And then bringing it in a bit closer, Mel, next Parkrun Day, what's happening? What's on the cards? I am staying in Victoria this week, going local to Kirkdale Reserve, back for another visit for Jodie Maisie's 50th Parkrun. She will be also achieving Hoffman Club this weekend. So that should be fun. I think there will be quite a few friends in attendance and, uh, yeah, nice little celebration. What about you, Ollie? Congratulations in advance there. I was considering some adventuring, but I think with Cook's River coming up and another set of 250 milestones back at home, I think I'll stay home. Right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure, but that's the plan. No, no worries. Yeah. But um, it feels like it's been a bit of a big one, Mel. I didn't go anywhere, but it feels like I've I've virtually been to a lot of places. Uh, So thank you, everyone. Mm -hmm. It was very busy this week, wasn't it? Yes. So after a quiet inbox uh, a couple of weeks ago, things have, have really ramped up. Thank you, everyone, for involving us in your parkrun adventurers and um, as always you can contact us via facebook or our email which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com but mel i think that's it for another week and we will see you all next week for more adventures Chocolates, but I put a sugar in mine 
and Mum was not happy, Jan. But I thought it was funny. <laughs> Bye, adventurers. Stay safe.